yeah. <laughs> I used to uh, deliver newspapers yeah. uh, to oh, support shout outs. home. Shout out. Yeah. I know, I know yeah. folks who did that too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> shout yeah. out. Uh, a rap name. So they you you back when you were who? Firearms. 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 But they pop in the shit. That's what I'm saying. Give me the word because I'm full of two of them. Shut up. Shut up. It's the motherfucking Why Not Podcast, nigga. By God that time, nigga. We back at this bitch, nigga. Hey, man, listen. What's up, dog? I'm chilling. How you living, my nigga? What day is it today? Today's Saturday. Yeah. Recording at the fucking studio. Shit's looking nice. This is the first time the setup's been like this, nigga. It's a pity they can't get us on video, but oh, we nigga, don't, don't worry. They gonna see they it, nigga. They gonna they they be, be part of the game. It's cool. It's all more good. important is to find out if we are, motherfucker. Are we out? See on, bro. Yeah, dogs, motherfucker. Why not? Thoroughly believe see on. Thoroughly, thoroughly on. Kutalo mudetaka disaland, but just see on. Yeah, why not podcast episode something? You gonna figure some. it out? We in double 50. digits. We in double you know, digits. Must be nice. Um and today we've got a phantom guest. This motherfucker has been on this podcast beco- before by spirit in presence. This yes, yes, to, yes. Yeah, and no one really knew who the fuck he was when he was here the first time. If you listen to the second episode titled The Bookkeeper, yeah, with OB jo- uh OG Bobby Johnson. Shout outs. Uh he referred to a phantom figure, you know, and Sean's one question was like, what the fuck does this nigga do? I really need to like I'm this is why so, we have him here. You know, today. the universe decided, all right, niggas, I'ma give you a bit of time, you know. Then I'm gonna bring this motherfucker here so yeah, you can answer yeah, these questions yeah, for yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Today with the homie Urasel uh do you got titles and shit, nigga? Does 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 this 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 universe that you you exist in, you know, you got titles and <laughs> shit, Mr. or you just go Mister Professor? Uh, Nah, and that's man. like that's the craziest part. If someone introduced this guy as Professor Russ, I'm like, oh shit, he did, yeah, did that too. Sense. Okay, like, cool. Right, right. That's what it is. I don't know how you found the time in your busy <laughs> like, schedule. Like, but, like, hey, like, there's no sense. disputing. <laughs> thing. It's like, all right, cool. And that's just up his alley. That's right there. What's yeah, up, my What's up, up Yeah, I'm all good. Cats, how are your cats doing? Case. Super case. dope. Case. Just how long have you been back in the country? For about four days, man. You make it sound like, you know... Nigga, you so never like, around, nigga. Like, is, like... Nigga, even if you're around, you like in places like, you know, that you ain't got... That, what the fuck is Turasel doing in Pumalanga? You don't know, nigga, but this nigga's got shit to do. So, he's wherever. I mean, in a way that everyone else has things to get done, right? Yeah, uh, you generally got things to do around the world. And also, like, yeah, nigga, having a job (laughs) that that keeps you on the road, that's a dope thing. That's why they have phrases like Papa was a rolling stone, nigga. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, I don't even know whether you're trying to go there with that. No, I'm just saying, but like, there's something about like being in pursuit and traveling and seeing new things, like living the type of life that exposes you to different parts of the world frequently on different occasions and at different circumstances. There's sure. something about like constantly being on that flow that I think would be very alluring if not addictive. Right. But so also I, tiring. 
Yeah, nigga, but how long does it take to get tired, though? I mean, I would say at this point, I'm tired. For real? How long? Tired of what? Traveling? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Like, okay. Where have you not been? And that is oh, man, many places, bro. So many how are you places. tired, bro? Like aren't those places places that you've wanted to go to? Yeah, but that process is tiring, you know. Like, it's it's a schlep, you know. It's a schlep. Like, is it, it sounds like a privilege, but uh, in fact, it is privilege to say this. But like, sometimes I just miss my bed. If you were traveling by that. a private jet, would your stance on traveling be different? I was about to Probably say. Probably the same, man. No, that's so because it's, I was so ask, it's not wait, just the act of traveling. But tra- here's a question, It's the though. act of traveling, not how your means of traveling are currently being conducted. Yeah. My question is, answer, yeah. do you think it'll be different if you're traveling for pleasure? Because as far as I know, there's a lot of work involved as well. Yeah, I mean, look, my work, my work is very much around uh, a, a very particular kind of pleasure I yeah. guess you know mm, yeah so nigga sounds like a, a traveling bang bros cameraman nigga nigga I only travel <laughs> I am fun of my travels uh, yeah. I, 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 I would never travel for leisure I don't think I would I mean I, I okay I guess I've done it, I've, I've done it once before yeah. um, but uh, yeah, I just I don't think I travel for pleasure. Where, where, I think traveling for you, pleasure is kind of boring. Where did, where did you choose to go that one time? Ah, uh, yeah, I chose. Ch- yeah, wow, I chose <laughs> to go to uh, to to Seoul, to South Korea. Then yeah. I went to Tokyo. Then went back to South Korea to Gwangju, which is like two hours away yeah. from Seoul. Oh shit, yeah. that's where that is. I know that name. I never knew. Where Gwangju. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay. Just let's get that right into the fucking meat of things, motherfucker. Sure, sure. Uh, who are, who is Urasel Shongwane? And by is I'm like, where you from? Word up. You know, family, only kid. Sure. You know, were you a boarding school baby or were you a uh-huh. public school baby? Word up. You know. Yeah, it's um, I'll 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 try not to draw it out too much. Um, I was born in in Overport. Uh, my mother was a domestic worker. Um. And so I kind of grew up in Overport, which is an Indian community, yeah, yeah, primarily yeah. So like kind of yeah. um, business people, you know, like mm. white collar um, yeah. kind of community. Um, born in Overport, uh, my family is from Emsinga, which is a great town. Um, so why does Ori to say you from uh, Malawi? Malawi. <laughs> <laughs> my my mother's my mother's dad, my grandpa, was from Malawi. Uh, spent ah, okay. spent okay. much much part of his life in South Africa. Okay, yeah. Um, so grew up in Overport. Um, went to an Indian primary school. My high schooling was in Beche, it's in Sydney, which oh, is shit. a kind of neighborhood, um, which is kind of racialized, colored. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. I know a few folks. Yeah, word, you know yeah. Yeah, um, and then finished high school, had no prospects of, of affording university, it was quite clear yeah. very early on. So I I fell in love with shipping for some reason. I, I think it, it, it sounded cool, yeah, you know. And yeah, I kind of uh, studied that for two years. Where did you study? I so I started at I started at an internship position um, at this super big shipping agency called Grindrod, yeah. and was doing part time maritime studies, mm. which was a kind of certificate course. 
just so, before I finished my my course, I was then offered a full time position before mm. my internship was over. And then mm. I, I studied. So so you had quote unquote job experience while you were starting the early stages of like uh, post high school studies. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's a bit of like a dark period before yeah. that, but like, <laughs> I used to uh, deliver newspapers yeah. uh, to oh, support shout home. Shout out. Yeah. I know, I know yeah. folks who did that too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> shout yeah, I did that from standard eight all the way till just after matric, supporting yeah. home and taking mm. myself through through school. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, what about maritime, like that life, shipping? I mean, I Bef- know you, you, it's in, okay, you Go got ahead. something to say? No, because before we, Get into that one. I didn't know that shipping and maritime studies are two different studies. Oh, it's the same thing. Okay. Yeah, yeah it's okay. the same thing. Okay. So how do you stumble on that? I mean, you live on the coast, so it makes sense for you to be curious <laughs> about those motherfuckers that are always like... Like, who's coming on, in? On, yeah, who's there's always niggas on the niggas? ocean, nigga. There's always boats and ships right? yeah. around the ocean. Yeah, I mean, I'll kind of sub- sidestep very quickly and come back to answer your question. It's More recently, it's become really interesting how the port yeah. is so absent. From Durban, like the everyday person who's yeah. not engaged in that industry, yeah, does not see the ports for anything. You know what the fuck happened to Batsen and again? Yeah, yeah, but yeah, I mean, what a different like, perspective of the port. I mean, I, I like, I think from from like problematizing, okay, the mm. trade of shipping is okay. really interesting, and it's something that never features strongly in Durban's yeah. Kind of yeah, yeah, yeah presence. You know, I mean, if one thinks of of the ship, you know. One can think of indenture, mm-hmm. indentured, the uh, indentured, uh, the indentured. Do you think that's what force? that's that's what the I guess this relationship with the shipping industry and the people of the city? Do you think it's got a, a lot more to do with that, or no? I mean, I I think it 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 starts to say how some trades or some industries are so implicated with oppression. Mm. In a way okay. that is almost mm. okay. okay. Yeah, never you can't think about slavery without thinking about slave ships. You know, I mean, the, the, hey, even man. beyond slavery, uh-huh. you know, um, to think of like international trade in today's world is like super problematic. You know, like ideas of globalization. Um, they took our jobs. <laughs> they took no, our jobs. No, not, e- not even that. I mean, I'm less. I'm less. I mean, yes, I'm. I'm. I'm interested in that, but in in, in a different way. But I think like. Uh, ideas or at least like problems such as the anthropocene and like climate change i've heard this word before what yeah the fuck is it anthropocene <laughs> is like you know and he tried to explain it to me before i was like nigga, wait nigga who so, smoked here me or you nigga? <laughs> <laughs> on, nigga? am i having this conversation in my head <laughs> no i mean you know um climate change um kind of accelerated capitalism is yeah. uh, you know shipping is is highly implicated in that process you know yeah uh dumping of products and mm. services services no you can't dump services maybe you can but products, <laughs> you know particularly like um the acceleration of 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 china for example mm. and kind of and like yeah. looking at, at 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 products that come from china that get that move around the world. Like, you know, if you start to track that process very closely, you realize how, how problematic and implicated shipping is as, as trade, an industry, as an industry. Is it shipping or how it's conducted or how it's regulated? It's is all it of the something above. that, you know, 
can be changed with the industry remaining intact type of situation or or is the only solution you know so i so having a world worked, without that type of industry i think it's 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 how it's done and how it can best and okay. how it can be done in in much more humane and uh, sustainable methods right mm-hmm. so it's like maybe again st- sidestep one one step further if so there's this big company it's like a regulator of the shipping industry yeah. if you start to trace its roots mm. it'll go somewhere towards slavery Mm, okay. And people that are involved in that trade are very. I, I, I'm not going to use the word ignorance in the way that it applies in a much more brutal way, but it's kind of ignorance in a it's very oblivious. passive way. Oblivious, yeah, perhaps, okay. so, yeah, yeah. Um, how, they they very oblivious and never kind of question or critique this trade that we all kind of part of and perpetuate mm, yeah. and propagate. You know, mm. um, so in there is is and, and is isn't China trying, trying to take over like harbors and shit. Like on the African continent, this is my grand theory, right? Sure. These no niggas is trying shit. to take over the world, right? Yeah. They will get you in debt, then they will take over right. your the things in that your country has that they can either make more money from or do better. Sure. Right. So if it's the harbors, they've got shit to import. Sure. Yeah. If it's mining, they've got interest in a lot of mining ventures because they are very heavy into technology sure. as one item. And that's like the general direction of the world. Sure. Yeah. You know? So I can, I think I can see the correlation between that one conversation about shipping as an, in, as an industry and, you know, the kind of the global order, yeah, you know, sure. uh, globalization, accelerated, uh, what do you call of it? Capitalism. Accelerated forms of capitalism. Sure. And it's technology, bro. Everything is done quicker, which means a lot more can be done a lot quicker, which means there's a lot more money to be made in a sh- much shorter sp- period of time. Sure. And, and for like, for how long will that go? You know what I mean? Like human beings are driven by self-preservation which often turns into greed absolutely so, uh, oh, yeah. until we turn absolutely. into cyborgs that are programmed to not be corrupt i don't know how we how we change that um, i mean i i think i think in that conversation and in that context um the, the so-called global south suffers more from that process yeah than benefits from it you know mm, yeah that's true and and so and the global south is what i mean the, so, the so-called uh, south global america south, africa yeah. as a whole continent or at least Sure, we're getting Most into of Southern like, Africa. We're getting into like post-colonial theory and, and yeah. whatnot. Uh, but I'd, I'd say, like very crudely, the so-called developing world, um, yeah. got up from an ideological point of view, it's it's oppressed peoples mm. yeah. of, of the world. You know, mm. which is crazy because people. the reason why that's the case is because they have the most to offer. Mm. That's why they get most exploited. Sure. Yeah. 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 And it's. it's, it's it's, it's absurd. It's insane, bro. And so, like, I th- like what what really what's fascinating about about this this situation we find ourselves in is like even after all of that extraction, like that brutal yeah. extraction, there's still mm. more to offer. Exactly. Of like it's, it's like it is. And the such thing a... is, like, the value of, and I'm just going to use the African continent and its resources, including its people. Sure. There are things that the world has noticed that being val- as being valuable at different times you know in history yeah and you know each time something is identified it's always an opportunity you know sure. so yeah. i think the hardest thing is you know we talked earlier on this is a conversation for later on about like not not monetizing something that sure. you have naturally sure and not being able to organize around, around that. you know that that thing as a resource sure. and post-colonial theory right what those societies are 
right? And what remains in the legacy of colonization that makes that, you know, collaboration that much harder. Absolutely. You know, even if you talk about like when African countries got uh, independence and uh -huh. made efforts to build like what China did for themselves. Sure. You know, you find a lot of, there were always interests. There were always either yeah. Western interests or whatever interests that even though they weren't physic physically there, had an interest in what that space turned out to be. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay, this yeah. is a lot of post-colonial theory. <laughs> we were here on shipping and we sure. were on shipping because we were still trying to, you know, find you, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know. So, you get into the industry via an internship, yeah. right? Then you start start studies into it. Yeah, yeah. I think I was asking more about, you know, what sparked your curiosity. What sparked the curiosity? I think, I mean, as 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 a as a young person, I I was always interested into. I was always interested in obscure things and things mm. that were overlooked and yeah. kind of underexposed. Mm. Yeah. And the idea of shipping sounded really attractive. I didn't have like a full sense of what Nigga, the industry was. Didn't that shit make you think of like fucking seasickness the first time? It was, this it nigga was, wants to be a pirate. The re only reason I could never be a pirate is because I have to be in the ocean all the time. Fuck that yeah, shit. Nigga. Pirates? Yeah. Pirates. Yeah, 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 okay, yeah, that's a yeah. word. Modern yeah. day what pirates. What was that? T Tom Hanks movie? I don't know. Where he got uh, hijacked by Somali pirates? A word? Captain something. Yeah, nigga. he oh. wants to be one of those right, right. No, no, man. no, I don't want to be that pirate. It's called peacekeepers, my nigga. Peacekeeping right. pirates. So, yeah, yeah, that's the. So shipping was just one of those things that fell within the category of of obscurity, of obscurity. Curiosity. And yeah. I'm curious about that. Did yeah. you did you gravitate towards those particular things naturally, and then discover that they're obscure, or did you? look for them because they're obscure it was it's it's the former um i yeah. i think i think like i mean so i i i'm born in 87 right so around 1993 92 i i start crash Mm. And 92, I get born. 92, okay. yeah. Okay. That's, where, that's where we at right now. Okay. Um, <laughs> in 92, I, 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 uh, I start crash. And growing up in Overport as a black kid, like, um, raised a lot of questions around life, my own orientation, and my yeah. relationship mm. um, with the world, I think. Yeah. Um, having my first black friend at the age of seven, God they're damn. about. Okay. You know, um, I mean, it's like very obvious reasons. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. At the time, domestic workers were not allowed to stay with their with their children. With their children, right? Mm. And so, uh, around 93, 94, you know, some didn't. people started slowly trickling in. Yeah. Um, but of course, I had friends in high in, in primary school. You know, mm. and so I I had a lot of questions as to like what creates this 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 state of affairs. Yeah. Um, why, like you know, to be surrounded by luxury, mm. but and be so close to it, yet so far from it. Yeah, mm. yeah, um, yeah. I think was was one of the first questions I I had. So I mean, as a young and you were already thinking that. Critically. I mean, one didn't have the intellectual vocabulary, like the political mm. vocabulary, to articulate those ideas and those preoccupations. But the concept is there. But right? you definitely like as a kid, like look at the world in a very particular way. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. Okay, that's interesting. And yeah, yeah. Like why why are some people like this and why are other people like that? Like why are these cultures so different? Like Indi Hindu 
or Hindi culture and Muslim and Tamil cultural religion yeah. um, and and my own okay you know so from a very early age I think I, I I'd always been they call it like a what's it a generative alienation you know <laughs> so you that you've always felt like the outsider looking in absolutely because yeah. like your sur- your surroundings have always been distinctively different from you yeah right so that it's easier to fall into that role of a of an observer yes you know or a generative try- alien that mm-hmm. word what you just said, okay. Yeah. Yeah. okay are you still in are you still in the shipping industry no, no, I'm not. Oh, no, no, yes. I'm not. <laughs> this is what I'm talking about. Why are you celebrating, nigga? What's going because on? this is another chapter, nigga. Okay. <laughs> so, you're in shipping for how long, for what purposes, and what draws you out of it? And a- what about that thing made you feel like, all right, this shit is dope enough for me? Because I'm assuming shipping is a lucrative, potentially lucrative space to be in, uh, you know, sure. vocationally, if that's what, absolutely, you know. Yeah. So what draws you out? When does it draw you out? And what about it makes you feel like, all right, this is good enough for me to, you know, to, diverge? To sure. I, I, I spent maybe a total of, of 10 years, um, seven years as a full-time agent, like fully um, in, in full-time employment, around about three years studying, leading okay. up to that full-time employment. Uh, Sorry, what, what, as an agent, what are, what are you actually doing? What was I doing? I spent four years three years uh, in the operations department. So I was largely um, in the logistics department, okay. like kind of okay. planning, transport planning yeah. for, for containers and cargo. Three year, four years I spent in the sales department, essentially selling space on ships. Okay. okay. Yeah. Okay. That's dope. Okay. Yeah. It's a really good grounding that served me really, really well later on in my life. Yeah. Yeah. About because of the industry or because of the type of work in general? The skills that I learned there yeah. served me really well in the space that I find in the time that I find myself in now. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Is selling space on ships as difficult as selling insurance or like some kind? Nah, niggas, niggas want to Exactly. Containers. I imagine that's like, there's a demand for that. Absolutely. Like, yeah. Okay. I mean, are you selling okay. it to whom? People who are bringing shit to the country or? Both. Leaving and coming back. Yeah, you got yeah. to cover oh, space. Okay. Leaving and, and, and coming in. Okay. Um, exports and importing. Um, no, it's not the same as, as selling insurance. There's if a, a nigga wants to buy a container because of Funuvuli tax shop, you're Yeah, he, they would buy secondhand containers. So, but I still go you, to... You don't get that fresh shit. No, 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 no. The fresh shit is way too expensive. Uh, okay, okay. Um, and it makes sense. I'm going to put this shit in the crowd. You show it dusty either way. So... <laughs> so there of course there are regulations and when a container um kind of underperforms um then it's put into it that market like a so that's really come to, through father exactly yeah. you Okay, so yeah. You, so yeah, you're still getting to you know what triggers the change. It, so I've been doing, I've been engaged in the arts since my teens. You mm. know, um, primarily through hip hop mm. and organizing. Like, hip hop, you saved my life. Straight up, man. Straight yeah. up. Straight <laughs> up. Yeah, 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 the arts or engaged in the arts as a hobby for, for maybe seven years at the time. Yeah. Seven to 10 years at the time. And I was, I was, I was getting increasingly frustrated and 
feeling very unproductive mm. at your old space in that yeah in that world in that yeah. shipping world but just mm. like very strange expectations around how we were expected to behave okay mm. okay and what this means is like the idea of a monday to a friday just got more and more absurd to me yeah. like the mood <laughs> in the office on a Monday shit. you know as opposed to, or when compared to the mood on a Friday on a Friday yeah. evening um, yeah yeah and, and I and I slowly started to like play into that pattern you know but more absurdly I think uh, this big company where we had to offer so much of our time mm-hmm. to a board mm and uh, um, shareholders that yeah, I'd yeah. never met. Yeah, yeah. I didn't right? know what they looked like. You, yeah, like, yeah. you know, they don't know you by name. And they're not they, interested. They don't care. Fact, yeah, yeah. Nigga, and I wouldn't number. know when I meet this guy on the streets. Yeah, nigga. What, what's popping, really? It, it, it felt really, really absurd to be, to be engaged in that kind of, yeah. of, um, of life. And around about the same time, there, there were two opportunities that opened or they had, that availed themselves for me to 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 jump yeah uh, and so i did yeah so mm. it kind of yeah there was a crisis point that i was going through as as a young person um around like what what am i offering to to my country how to, old are you at this time i was 27 okay yeah i was 27 okay okay yeah is that so, when the midlife crisis ordinarily hits people I'm curious. I think like, it's later. Like is around it later? 40. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, there there must be that's... an early life crisis. There's <laughs> something just before you hit 30. Yeah. Yeah. You say, just like, oh, wait, what, what the fuck is going on? What are we doing here? What are we doing? What is this? I've noticed this. Yeah. Like a lot of people usually ask those questions around 26, 28. Yes. There's a pattern to life. Life is starting for real now. Yeah. So, what are those opportunities? What do you opt for? Sure, there was a huge congress called the uh, the Union of International Architects that was coming to Durban. They call it the World Cup of Architecture. God mm. damn! Yeah, and Durban had There's uh, a world motherfucking cup. cup of architecture. Oh, okay. <laughs> 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 was it like a like a was it com- like co- a competition in its nature? No, it's not a competition in its nature, but it's a it's it's a league, if you will, of architects. And like, it's kind like of more national... exhibition, maybe. Hey, is it more exhibition um, of the? the it's exhibition of, of discursive. Yeah, yeah. Gentlemen. So, so okay, like on the there's like there's an expo yeah. side to it, um, and there's a conference side to it. Okay. So mm-hmm. there's like a okay. discursive format as well as a showcasing format. Um, right. So Durban was playing host to this in 2014. I managed to get myself into that space. As um, what? Sure. What was I? Was I a project coordinator of sorts? Ha, okay, uh, okay. Is this, is this I, the, I, the I skills from this. shipping? Is this no. you converting skills? Or is this you just saying, yo, niggas, I can fucking I can do this shit. I can handle shit. Like, like, you know, I've been for a while. So the hip hop days meant that we were organizing shows. Yeah. We were um, organizing mixtapes. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody in hip hop has had a fucking name. Uh, a rap name. AKA such motherfuckers who know you probably don't know your first AKA name. AKA Horse Choker. They knew you back when you were who? Firearms. Firearms. Shout out, firearms. <laughs> 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 you said, what tape was yours? On the mic. 
the what first sounds. The, uh, sounds okay. Sounds, sounds okay. Okay. Oh, oh, you're that, oh my god. Hey, yeah, yeah, we got that shit. We got that shit. Wow, guys. Wow, it's embarrassing, man. Like, yeah. It's only embarrassing because you feel old. You're like, oh shit. First one? First one? There's also something about inventing a character and leaving that character halfway. Oh yeah, you yeah, should feel like you know, like I'm finished business. Don't worry, nigga. We gonna we it's gonna it's, it's, you gonna get an opportunity. Yeah, like you come back like, and spit, nigga. It don't worry, like dead, nigga. You yeah, out your nigga, money. Don't worry. You got give us a set No, nigga, the fucking music for days, nah, nigga. I'm just saying. I wouldn't do it. I'll never rap again. What you made? Did you? Did you? Did you? Is this? Manalisi, as I was hosting a Shout show, out to the OGs. word up, word yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. I was hosting a uh, an event called Jetlag, um, which is anyway. I was hosting an event called Jetlag. At the end, uh, at the end of the event, Manalisi turns back to me and is like, "Yo, man, you still MC." Like, yeah. you still MC. You know, is this yeah. not rapping? It's not 16 like, yeah, bars. And it made a lot of sense. Yes, yeah. I am still MC. Also, because you speak in riddles sometimes. True. Or at least it comes across as like, yeah. okay, I got to figure this fucking pu- puzzle out now. This I just speaks in pause, bro. Yeah, yeah, like, I'm so I'm not, I'm to right? Stop doing that. No. But that's the thing, though. It's about who's listening. Because if you speak to someone like me, I could probably catch every word and you don't have to repeat or break down. Or sure. Like, we don't have to go that sure. far. And also, so it's part of that that's mystique. That, you, your motherfuckers come from a different generation. Your motherfuckers come from a different generation where, you know, that like, uh, what do they say in the Sopranos? When you when when you become like a boss, you've been made. Yeah. Where there's like a difference between everybody else and made men yeah. type of situation, and there's something about like who you are, your present. Y'all niggas is like that. Y'all, your whole gen. I don't know if you noticed this, I'd bro. Dispute that. All of you guys, when you meet motherfuckers, you like there's something very. I can tell from what generation y'all niggas is from. Even niggas oh. in Joburg. I can tell from much in especially like wait, wait, influence cats, when you say bro. y'all niggas you're counting me no <laughs> yeah, generation. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I was starting to get worried I was starting to get worried Russian them oh, generation I don't, bro. I don't do it's that it's like I think sometimes you can tell that these niggas are like Wu-Tang yeah. heads yeah like, you understand like heavy Wu-Tang heads it's, like it's, <laughs> that, it's, for me that for me is that's hip hop right yeah. like you takes one to know one type of shit because because you were raised in hip hop you can see that yeah like how we speak how hip hop communicates isn't just on the mic street culture sure like your conduct is all part of hip hop so someone doesn't even have to be rocking a, a, Bro, I'm telling you this like, nigga you know, like, like like you speak to him and like I have like music references and I think RZA or MF Doom if I knew him outside of that fucking mask right. type of situation yeah you know how like Doom paints a picture in conversation? Yeah. Yeah. It's like, this is how Mine. he chooses to speak as a human being. Just yes. because then of his subject own matter is yeah. like, if you've, every time you've listened to RZA, even not, not on the microphone spitting, yeah. just speaking like, he's that nigga. He's that wow. nigga. Uh, we're talking about Q-Tip, that, sure. that shit. Yeah, yeah. Shout yeah. outs. Shout outs. Definitely. So, musically, I think that's what it is. Musically, there's like, I can differentiate fucking Raekwon, uh-huh. those niggas, that generation, right? right? Sure. And y'all niggas embody very that. different personalities from like the legends of that time. I hope, yeah. I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm trying to, I'm working hard at dismantling that. Nah, nigga. It, it, what you mean, why? dog? Well, what it does is it, um, I think the world is dynamic and it's forever changing, you okay. know? 
and when you enter conversations with like um niggas who don't know ghostface yeah and can, not, and not can even like, like the, the kind of classifications that we 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 put people into kind of yeah. limits our views on who they are and what they say yeah and so i think to do that is for me is dangerous like mm. i i'm now perhaps much more interested in people that kind of cuts across time that cannot be situated in a particular point in a timeline i don't think that's true i don't think that's possible because even if you find that one individual and you find someone who knows them before they became the person that the rest of the world knows them as uh-huh. that person can speak to their influences even if their influences don't shine so strongly yeah. that motherfucker could be sitting on the crowd you'd be giving like a an inauguration speech at fucking white house or wherever where do where do presidents yeah union buildings right yeah, sure. and i could sit there and pick up some simply because i understand that particular i understand you in that particular context so it's not taking away from everything else sure. it's just like having the privilege to have known someone at a time where you understood the influences so you are able to like pick up the influence even sure. if that's not the intended it's not it's not defining it's just like understanding like, I got you. Yeah, like your choice I, in finesse. If you, if a nigga is is, is is talking to a shorty, right? A uh, lady, a uh, woman. I don't mean to be disrespectful, <laughs> right? <laughs> right? Like the the type of finesse, the type of like game they spit. Sure. You can tell music influences. You can tell film influences. African princess, show me your influence. I mean, I've heard other people say that, like, there's there's a there's a way with words that I have. I mean, I I was uh, I was I was I submitted an application um, for in for a project in in a university. And the professor met me for the first time. They thought yeah. I was on a PhD. Yeah. Oh shit. Like, oh, you're a PhD student. And I was like, nah. <laughs> <laughs> not really. Not nah, really. Not, I'm not very yet. far from it. Not in yet, fact, right? you know? Yeah. I'm actually not even interested in it, you know? Mm, um, mm, but yeah, I guess it comes from hip hop. Yeah. It comes right? from from like from a from a from a hunger and and an appetite to deal and work with the letters and words in a particular way that's kind of that's that's inviting. And what is it about hip hop that makes us fall in love with words? Cuz it really I think like a lot of it stems from that. Like beyond beyond rapping and bending words to your will and all of the things you hear MC speak about, like just the love of communicating as best as you can, like sure. just getting being able to get across to as many people as possible using the right words at the right time and you know, I don't know whether sure. I picked that up in hip hop with whether it's in just black culture, but yeah, mm. like I've seen a lot of references, a lot of similarities with with hip hop heads, like mm. you know. Word. Yeah. Word. I think it's also like music as a as a medium, right? Music yeah. as a medium, and then because a lot of your influences were in music in the hip hop context, right? Yeah, it's the same thing. Maybe a nigga could say about another musical influence would be similar to you, but the influences differ because of the music consumption specifically. Sure. Yeah. Uh, just on that point. Sorry, yeah. you were still. Oh, yeah. uh, so it was the, the 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 it was a creative itch that got you out of shipping, right? The opportunities that were there was the the architecture, the architecture world thing, cup, yeah, right. And we were also working on a project um, which I I cannot disclose disclose unfortunately. Oh. 
Because uh, you're still working because, on it? Nah, because it didn't go anywhere. And just like, you know, politics okay, involved okay, and stuff. Okay, fair enough. Um, as in like, you know, politics as as we know and understand them. Yeah. Like, yeah, party yeah. politics. Um, so those are the two opportunities that were available at the time. So they, they allowed a very smooth transition mm. from a corporate environment to a world of creativity that mm. I was invested and interested in. Yeah. So yeah. you go, you're doing that. It's a once-off project management gig because sure, like the event is limited. Yeah. Right. So, cause as far as I've gotten to know you, especially <clears throat> post shipping, that's what your life has been. It's never sure. been any one thing that Absolutely. I do in perpetuity or until I decide to quit. Yeah. Everything has got an expiration date, which means yeah. you, as far as just like living and making a living, you need to be planning ahead. Totally. Like yeah. an artist who needs to book gigs sure. into the future. Just, do you understand what I'm trying so to say? So here it is, right? When I, when I spoke about the sales, like the, the skills yeah. that later served me, yeah. in sales, you work with targets. Yeah. You know, there's a weekly target, a monthly target, and an annual target, mm. you know? And to think ahead is super, super important or else your competition will outplay you. So that skill... Um, Came, became really useful um, when I found myself operating in an uncertain world, in a world where I had to make means and think ahead, mm, yeah, you know, mm. and strategize. Mm, so yes, mm. yes, yes, yes. Mm, um, mm. Yeah, most of my work is very project-based. Yeah. Is this part of the reason why nobody knows what to say you do? I was, I was going there. I was going so, right there. So here it is, right? I'm a, I'm a cultural producer and a creative industries consultant. So my practice, my Manic. work, my work, um, is in two strands. The cultural production as a cultural producer, um, uh, it's my artistic work. Yeah, the mm-hmm. stuff that doesn't pay the bills, but the stuff that is super, super interesting. Driven by mm-hmm. passion. Yeah, driven by passion and a sense of urgency, if you will. So what does that mean? I operate as a curator at times, so kind of putting together exhibitions and shows. Yeah. I'm quite interested in cultural theory, so I, I, I also write quite extensively mm-hmm. and quite a bit. I'm quite engaged in cultural research, like different kinds of 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 kind of research that looks to to construct, decode, and understand the world and how it's set up. Yeah. Mm. Um, yeah. So that's the cultural production, very much the artsy farty stuff. Mm. And you look at that from all aspects, like when you say like understand, decode the world, like sure. culturally, religiously, like <laughs> yes, yes, and no, but most more more precisely. My practice is 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 concerned or obsessed with with black folk. Okay. This generation, okay. our generation, are at this interesting turning point where we have access to our grandparents. Mm. Yeah. So there's 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 a, there's a there's a certain kind of exposure that we are afforded um, of the past and of the future. Yeah. Right. So. The information, the content, and the ideas that we are not able to capture from our grandparents will be obliterated. It'll be gone. Mm. Yeah. For the following generation. Yeah. Mm. So I'm really curious and interested and obsessed with what information rests what with my we, gran- with our grandparents or that generation behind? that will not make its way through to the next generation. Mm. Okay. If I don't play that repository role. I love how you put that like that because when you described yourself, when you put when I don't want to say title, but the 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 the, the specific words you chose oh, so when you described, yeah, yeah, right. I just what I heard is like a 2019 shaman. 
That's what you want. What you just described right now. No, I wouldn't say. I mean, it's, I, I, it's, I know, it's right? Big, uh, it's too, it's too big a role to, play, to just jump into wait, like that. Wait, 2019 who? Shaman. It's 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 like, like uh, what? it's yeah, like yeah, because like, yeah. oh, okay, okay, yeah, okay, that's okay, what okay, and okay. what he just said right now in terms of preserving all of the knowledge and looking for that knowledge, understanding yeah. it, decoding, understanding its importance, and then preserving it, making sure it's implemented in the future. That's that's exactly what I understand from them, mm-hmm. right? It's I like mean, a cultural producer essentially assembles and produces culture yeah. like to produce you know to make yeah. so he's the puff yeah. daddy of culture puff daddy didn't have to rap do you understand <laughs> he had to find big he had to go find yeah. put together the the hit makers sure then he yeah. had to decide okay this is the type of music we want to put out right mm. this is the type of sound yeah this is why we're doing this Bad because this is how life. the it's going to be received out there Word. the actors are not necessarily him yeah right Oh, but yeah. he, he's, he, he curates that So you said Cultural producer and creative Industries consultant so Industries that's, consultant Yeah that's That's the that's the part that makes That pays the bills Yeah, yeah. Um, mm. So If you If you're to think of it In this way On the left Is this cultural production Which is around Content creation And so on mm. And then the, the 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 creative industries Consultant Is the body Or the part of myself that looks and thinks about how do creatives or artists make a living from their talents mm. in the most basic of ways. Mm. Mm. This is it. And then you, how do you, how do you then choose to bring those two together? I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm interested in, in the world. Um, and in order to be operational in this world and mobile in this world, we have to make a living. Yeah. You know? yeah, yeah. And, and the seven years that I spent in shipping provided a really good base and, mm. and foundation for me to understand economics yeah. and finances and, and so on, you know? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Um, so part of it is circumstantial in the sense that, you know, it, it allows me to, to generate income for myself. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm mean, gonna like nice things. Sure <laughs> you know, so I, I need to get this this dough. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, this nigga's got expensive uh mag- I don't even think magazine is expensive enough a word to say. This nigga buys like books and magazines. Is there another what are the other words? No, no, you can just say printed yeah. matter. Yeah, printed stuff. Like yeah. he <laughs> All like, of it. There's just some all books of it. that you open and you like all of it. Wait, what am I looking for here? <laughs> 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 what am I looking for? What is this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, this all of the stuff sounds like novel. This nigga buys strange. books on font. Sure. Yes. I mean, of course. Like, right? Do you understand what I'm trying to say? So, As and that, it's not even shitting on it. It's just like it's levels, you think bro. your thought, levels. what you're thinking about, is obscure. No, right? it's like it's levels. I, no, guys, I, I don't no, think it's that dumb. It's not sophisticated at all. Someone said, uh, this uh, really interesting graphic designer said, uh, look, I'm, 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 I'm very conscious and uh, I'm very conscious that we're not saving lives here. You know, mm. they said sometimes I get really concerned when I see a conference full of men and women talking about typefaces and fonts mm. you know so you you were just in Accra sure yeah. uh, like you said we we're four weeks back yeah about a month ago yeah, yeah. Uh, wow, but it's in what was the sure what was it and what, what were you in what capacity were you there at were you the the, the cultural 
yeah, it was a cultural production side industry's of things. consultant. It was a cultural producer. Okay. Um, hat. I'd taken a piece of work titled Ifele Mnyama, The Dark mm. Cloud. Um, shout outs. Word up. Malanyi. And yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout yeah. outs. Uh, so, if you don't know, you need to take time to go find out. If you okay. know, you know, bro. Please do. <laughs> Gotta get up on um, this. So, so I was, I was invited to present the work at Charlie Water and to develop it further. Mm. Charlie Water is a, it's a street art festival, performance okay. and street art festival. Charlie Water. Charlie Water. Oh, Charlie Water. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, based in Accra. And so I had taken the, the, the Ifedim Nyama project to showcase and to further develop. What, so, what is it? Is it, uh, is it, um, theater production is it the the uh, the project it's a project, yeah. it's a trans it's a transmedia project okay in the sense that it exists in four or five formats yeah okay uh, and stretching that okay. so it like, exists as, a, as an experimental short film there's a performative element to it um there's a critical text okay. to it oh shit and there's a visual element to it okay. as yeah. well and yeah i'm kind of developing at the moment uh, yeah. towards a feature film yeah, so you were there for that. Yeah, um, I was there to to present the work. Reception. I mean, it was from my understanding of the work is that it's predominantly in Zulu. Sure. Or even the themes, everything about it is. Sure. Um, or is it just African tradition in in general? I think it's it's uh it's universal, universal from it's universal, and when I say universal, from an African kind of universe mm. if that makes sense yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. the land yeah. of black panther yeah. and them yes mm. yes imagine <laughs> no, i'm saying imagine the uh, the marvel universe this black marvel universe is it like that i'm not sure i fully understand what that means but perhaps i could clarify what i mean okay the sailor man with the fucking animations sorry no Doug. yeah I, i'm just escaping the the catch the catch-all okay phrase or the catch-all um area of afrofuturism because i'm i'm okay. i'm Afrofuturism is productive for what it does. Okay. Yeah. Uh, okay. But I'm not working in, in that frame. Okay. Yeah. Okay. okay. And so the the work is universal from an African point of view or within an African universe in the sense that the stories are universal. Yeah. However, if Elimnyama looks at them through the cultural specificity of Ugba Umzul. Yeah. Okay. If that makes sense. Yeah. yeah? Okay. So like wherever you take the piece of work, the the fundamentals apply across. They're relatable. Sorry. Yeah. Um, so ideas of Inkanyamba, of Imingui, those kind of figures yeah. exist yeah. throughout the continent. True. Okay. Um, sure. So as a point of departure, they, they are located within Isizul or within Nguni, yeah. Yeah. Of, of, of a Nguni context. And so you're asking how was the reception there? Yeah. It was interesting. I mean, there were people that were really interested in the work. Um, the most interesting in, engagements with encounter were like two young people yeah. between the ages of, of eight and 11. So like these guys were in this. So I showed the work in a, so Charlie Water predominantly happens in the old prison or at least in the prison of the enslaved. Okay. And so it's like this haunting yet inviting space to showcase a piece of work. You yeah. Know? Is it not that, what do they call it? That harbor where? Jamestown. Okay, no, no. So I'm thinking of something else. Ah, okay, um, and I think I think that 
when they were showing us around, they had said it was. I think Ghana had the most, like the highest number of 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 the of enslaved peoples mm. that were that were deported. Oh know? snap! Yeah, and yeah. Like just on the other side of of the building was like the the auction block. Mm. You know, so it's like yeah, it's like really really. Is that charged. shit preserved? That's some, or is it just like I'm saying like the property? Is it state owned property now, which looks yeah. exactly like it looked before? It's, it's. I mean, like, it's. It has. It hasn't been touched. Let's put okay. it that way. Um. So post its um its its purpose, or at least yeah, after the 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 slavery period and that violence that came with it, it became. It was or was used as a prison. Mm. You know, kind just of in independence. General, just a, okay. Yeah, during the independence uh, times. So very recently, I think to like early nineties or something like this. Mm. Yeah. Um. Did it kind of. Um, was was not used. I think it's a UNESCO site also. Okay. So there's some kind of limitations and restrictions around what you can do and what you can't do. Yeah. The sites. And so I was talking about this encounter with these with these uh, these, these the young people. Like yeah. UN Security Council. What is that? Sorry. UNESCO is. Yeah, UNESCO is a United Nations United Nations Science. Okay. No. Some, education some. cultural organization. Okay. Like the United Nations that takes care. Or things about the world of science, culture, um, and the and so create on. and the arts and the arts, yeah, arts Ooh, falling under the Okay, arts. make a note of that if you're listening. I right, continue. <laughs> yeah. Um, so and, yeah, the encounter. Yeah. So so these so these so these uh, it's a, it's a girl and a boy and they what they they enter the space and they watch this film. It's a really short film, so after five minutes, people leave, right? Mm, and it's okay. in a small cell, so you know they're sitting again for the next screening yeah. and the next one and oh, on the fourth sure. one they come over to me. And the and the boy says to me, "You you're the owner of this." And I say, "Yeah." And he says, "I'm confused. Tell me more." You know. Okay. So I'm okay. like, "Okay, this is quite interesting." So I say to this young man, "Well, the work is about this, 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 and that." Yeah. You know? These kids so, are like eleven-ish. Between between eight and eleven, I couldn't uh, quite tell, you know. Yeah. And and so I explained to them, and they're like really, really like invested and interesting in what I have to say. Mm-hmm. So I talked to them about the protagonist, which is Omalaji. You know, I say well, he's like moving around space at the moment, and you know, he's kind of looking at back, back at us. You know, yeah. yeah. And they say, is he like so and so? Like they they tell me this this mythical figure mm. in Ghanaian folklore, which I didn't know. So I call a friend of mine mm-hmm. who's Ghanaian close by, and he says, "Oh no, it's this uh, mythical figure that's said to have lived to like the age of 170 or whatever." Okay. You know? Okay. And so we get into a conversation with these young people, right? Yeah. After my my explanation, they go back into the film and they watch it again. You okay. Know? And they come back to me and they ask more questions about this character. Yeah. And I'm running out of answers at this point. <laughs> you know? Um, got you, hey, you know? Man, uh, save the children, right? Save the kids, They are the children man. saving us, man. So he says to me, Well, you should you should try to you should try to tell him to come back and save us. And I say, What do you oh, mean? Shit. You know? And he says, Well, man is foolish. Mm. And I was <laughs> You know, wisdom, <laughs> foolish. You know? Maybe. Yeah. So I was like, what, what do you mean? He says, well, you know, like we are foolish and we, he has to come back and, and like tell us how to live, how to do things, you yeah. know? And I say to him, well, you need to go tell him, you know? And he says, how do I reach him? I say, you can just like zone out mentally. And yeah. there he is. You can access really him, you know? Anyway, yeah. that was a really interesting interaction and engagement because the work is like, it's, it's, I'd like to think it's dense. I'd like to think mm. it's challenging. Absolutely. There's a lot more to do. There's a lot. There's a lot going on in there. But yet this person was able to like 
simplified to the same time complicated, mm. which was really interesting. And yeah. part of part of the reason to take it to Ghana was to see how it lands in an environment where the language mm. is almost non-existent. Yeah. Um, but there are some themes yeah. that are relatable and applicable in that context. Is are you showcasing the work in South Africa? Have you, or are you still too in the future in what formats? I'm just curious about that. At the moment, I'm thinking a bit further. Yes, I've 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 shown it in South Africa at, at a festival called Fago Kesi. Um and okay. yes, I am looking to develop it even further. Yeah. Um. So I'm like I'm at I'm like at Ifelim Nyama 2.0 in okay. a way where I'm starting okay. to think a bit deeper around the cloud. Okay. Um. And kind of indigenous ways of engaging with the cloud. Yeah. And this shit is cool. Like this nigga broke this shit down. For, I swear to God, nigga. I was <laughs> like, there's no way this nigga is not Afro. Because hey, he was. Because a lot of it was when he talks about the cloud. Yeah. When you hear Ifelim Nyam, sure. then you hear someone talk about the cloud. It's easy for you to associate the word cloud in English to technology in this day and age. Absolutely. And but what he does, and I don't know if this is 2.0 or if this was still <laughs> the early stages of it, yeah. was that there's also like an interlinking of that. The story is very sure. fucking mind blasting, uh, for lack of a better word. And I think it's beautiful, bro. I saw um a play by written by Ulebo Mashil. Okay. And she's also on it's a, it's a two person play, uh-huh. small space, it was at the market theater. All right, yeah. And there's like other characters but they're only there's like voices that you know the right. sound guy plays. Sara the, the one on on, on Sarki Batman Bucky, is yeah. called um Venus versus Modernity. That's it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. bro, that's it like shit. I saw it and then I think I'm still digesting a lot of like Word. that experience cuz also like I like pieces like those. It's not one f- one particular format of like presenting this thing to you. Uh-huh. And there's no context if you didn't know what it's about. Sure. If you get there blindsided, then you start like piecing items together. Absolutely. But you're there with the story. You feel the feelings sure. before you know, oh, I know the character they're speaking about. So I think that's dope. You were in Pumalanga recently. Yeah, yesterday. Uh huh. Yeah, I'm hoping yesterday. that's more on like the the second chapter. It's the, the yeah, chapter. it's the other side. It's Chance. the creative industry. Side creative of industries. Yeah. Uh, um, what, what was that about? I was I was presenting to a group of artists from from Nelspruits um, about the creative industries in South Africa and the continent. Uh, mm. Basically, just like putting all cards on the table and saying, you know, this is how people or artists make a living can make it work these Hold are the on. various tiers sorry yeah just one thing were there any other south african uh creatives at the at charlie water charlie water yeah yeah yes yes they presenting were or... they, yes um there was there was dineo bopape who's a um a video um video um artist shout out he works in the area of film video arts artist yeah. um there was um another young man that I forget his name mm. and yeah. there was who else uh, Zugisa Wanner um, was there as well as like Zugisa Wanner is the writer okay. journalist yeah okay. yeah that name sounds familiar sure and which other no I think those there were the three yeah mm. I mean I bumped into a South African there mm. um, yeah was, oh I'm lying okay. <laughs> So Dude, yeah, man. so the Pumalanga thing, I'm very interested in that. Yeah, that stuff. I think I saw a bit of like the the, the headlines of what you, you had prepared for for the your presentation. Audience sure. There. Yeah. And um it goes into like the second category of like 
insight that I'd like to get to you, which is like opportunities for creatives, uh-huh. which is really that second hat that you wear. Sure. Right? Yeah. A lot of those opportunities, you mentioned UNESCO earlier on. Uh-huh. So it's not things that exist from Maspala type situation. Mm. You know, yes. so it's things that are, I don't know, enabled or funded by, you know, international resources. Sure. You know, I saw a few, maybe one or two references to that on yeah. your on your liners. I mean, can you maybe talk about that presentation, that conversation as you were presenting it? Because I'd like to also draw that closer to Durban, because I feel like <laughs> your discoveries of all of, of these things, these things, you know, either were in Durban or your entrance to it was through Durban. Durban sure. So to also see, look at the, the the Durban context of. You know the general conversation. Fair, I'll try without being too too lengthy and drawn out or protracted. Um, it basically the pre- I tried to, on the one hand, use myself as a case study. Yeah. Um, around how artists make a living. Yeah, I try to demystify a very clouded idea or view of how creative people make a living. Yeah, mm-hmm. and and so I kind of was partly personal but also more general so i spoke about um the kind of lay of the land in south africa so who are the players who are the funders who are the enablers who are interesting artists doing interesting things in interesting ways Mm -hmm. and then i spoke a bit about um local opportunities or at least opportunities that are made possible by local players yeah and and um, international players yeah then i spoke about the industry from like foundations, businesses, entrepreneurs, etc. And then I went to speak on what makes an industry an industry, mm. you know, and why is South Africa somewhat of an industry or mm. an economy? We need that in Durban, fam. We need an industry in Durban. So yeah. I, I don't know. I don't do have any like, <laughs> like, you know how you just broke down at that conversation is like, yeah, is how, how my brain works is like such a, a a practical way of this is the type of shit that people go to school for is what I'm trying to say. This type of information, except in the creative space, it's never presented in that format. Sure. It's like entrepreneurship 101 for creatives. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. You know that's, what I'm that's, trying to that's say. That's what it's about. Yes. And how it's presented. Yeah. Right. Is, is, is practical. So it's, yeah. it's easy to digest in the sense that it's sequenced mm-hmm. like a Buster yeah. Rhymes album. Right <laughs> to perfection. Shout out to the big bang. <laughs> Shout out to the big bang. You know what I'm trying to say. So I don't know. Is it how can you give much more like highlighted on those? Because you said like who's out there, creatives, like who are the players, local and international. Sure. I'm really interested in that one okay. more so. Because yeah. also I want to find out those players, what spaces that are they in? Okay. You know what are they looking into? What do motherfuckers need to? You know work at personally to ensure that you position yourself to when you do make that connection or if somebody ever makes a connection with you, you know, or you are prepared, you have whatever the artistic version of a CV is to be able to take advantage of those opportunities. I I mean, I'll try to answer that question in in a way that you haven't kind of laid the 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 parameters for, if that makes sense, or at least not. In, in, I'll answer that question in a different sequence okay. to that which you asked it, um, and it's to say, I mean, I, most of my time is spent looking for opportunities. Mm. You know, research. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I mean once every so often I I I cross nights foraging the internet for opportunities. Yeah. Um application windows, yeah. um callouts, yeah, etc etc etc. And what I'm essentially doing there is 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 fishing out for which organizations is looking for what from where yeah. and what they have to offer in exchange for that. So know? this is what your parents would say job hunting. You remember kind of you, yeah. Yeah, right? When you're looking for a the ordinary route and I'm trying to draw parallels here just for sure. right the mm-hmm. effort of going online and finding an an agency and putting your CV then finding an opportunity on the newspaper and putting your CV right. that effort all of that effort that applies to ordinary modes of making a living, a living. Sure. apply across it's just that the efforts are driven to towards specific opportunities sure exactly so maybe if i use ifilim nyama as an example right because it's 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 a project that's that's uh, that's occupying a lot of my time it started as a as a research based project yeah. we myself and and three other researchers spent five days uh, at a museum and we had gotten funding to conduct just that part you know mm-hmm. and then Five months later, I was foraging the internet and I came across a call out that was asking for contributions from artists and thinkers speculating on the future of the internet mm, from okay. all over the world. Yeah. And okay. so I submitted Ifelim Nyama, which had come from and emerged from a previous project. Right. Mm. And then we shot the film. Now I'm using that film to fundraise for a feature film. Mm. Okay. So you say, and then you shot the film. You shot the film through the people you submitted it to yeah. initially. It okay. was it was commissioned, right? Okay, um, okay, that's dope. Based that's on dope. the the script yeah, that I had proposed that, for this mm. application. And was it a long script? No, it was short. So the they 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 asked for 150 description, like 150 yeah. words so description. So you need to yeah, yeah, be able yeah. to succinctly like wrap up the idea that's of really what dope. you want to bring yeah. into life. Into, to bring to life. Yeah. It's 150 right. words. Right. Based on that 150 words, and they're like, okay, we're interested in this stuff. Can you send us a bit more writing on it? Mm. So I did, and they're like, okay, how much is the budget? Gave them the budget, released the funds, we shot the film. Mm. Dope. Right? Your ability to do all of these things, like writing, like converting the idea into an a written piece, Do you was the intention to like write the full script for the feature film, or was it to like okay, I need to be able to like succinctly de- describe exactly what I'm trying to do initially, like just the process of it? Because again, I'm assuming you didn't go to school to be a script writer. No. Do you understand? But I can so, MC. Yeah, I mean I I think the idea there was to was to produce what is needed to access an opportunity. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um yeah, and so the process rolled out and and and, and the reason I'm kind of laying out these detailed processes yeah. is for again it's like it's to try to demystify this thing. Yeah, yeah. so like it doesn't yeah. kind of exist in and, in yeah. abstraction. And I want to I wanted to ask about that the company that you wrote to is that an international or local? Yeah, it's a London based consultancy okay. called Nest. Okay. Okay. Yes, yes. Cuz I want to speak to the somewhat ease at which that happened. You looked it up online, you found it, you submitted, they responded, shit got popping. Yep. Right? You so it's not an alienated procedure. 
anyone can access exactly, that if you have right? if you have access to the internet you can access these exactly, opportunities right people should yeah, yeah yeah i mean also like you know six i'd say 70 percent of my time is spent on non-creative stuff mm. admin invoicing reporting you know status the updates business, which is the mm. annoying bit yeah but yeah. you know important still yeah and 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 the reason i say this is to is to say a proof to artists that talent is a good starting point yeah yeah you know, like absolutely it, it doesn't guarantee anything mm-hmm. like nothing yeah like the best musician out there is not sitting on number one billboard Oh, it's that nigga in the streets, man. Eh? Exactly. It's that nigga. That nigga got the bars. That nigga can <laughs> <laughs> your whole top ten. Oh, yeah. um, and 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 so, what does this mean for 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 someone who's talented? Is that beyond the talent, you have to do something with it? And yeah. the seventy percent of the time is spent doing something with that thirty percent, which is the talent. Mm. That's a tough conversion. So, bro. did you know what you're looking for? Because what I'm trying to uh, maybe link uh-huh. is. I think you have a more of a feeling of like the type of shit that you're looking for, even uh-huh. if it's not exactly the opportunity. So sure. that informs where you are looking. Uh-huh. It informs what you are typing in. Sure. Do you understand? Yeah. And that's been refined through time. Yes. Like now, now I'm just talking about using Google. Right? Sure. That's been refined it's- through time to say, eh, these words are not going to give me well, the types of results that I'm looking for. It's, or not is it- a, it's not a search like I go into Google and like say, you know um, there are networks that I'm part of there are platforms that I'm interested in that I've observed and come across you know Mm. Um, and people like other professionals from other parts of the world Mm -hmm. send me links to opportunities you know Mm. so you kind of place yourself in the initial in in like in one network and that leads you to another network and so on and And so forth you just connect yeah yeah Um, so I, I yeah and I guess like information makes its way to you because you're interested in that area or in that mm. field of inquiry yeah. you know? is it that is it that the the because i've seen a lot of examples of people like speaking shit into existence in the sense that like like they know exactly what they're looking for they don't have it uh-huh. but they make every opportunity they have to like you know put this out into the universe sure because like i'm asking how do you get into the circles where motherfuckers you understand <laughs> how yeah yeah sure so it's about but i mean that comes in in how what you're looking for being yeah. in circles means you are networking which means you let, made the, the decision to leave the house yep. and go somewhere specific yeah, so you absolutely. made the assessment to say where i'm going i'm likely to inc- like i'm going, going to there the for bad, these reasons it's like going uh-huh. to the bad center essentially mm. You, you go to the because you're looking for the life check and then you get there and then you connect with other MCs and yeah. then you'll connect and then yeah. you meet producers yeah. Yeah. and then, so, you know. I mean, think, of, think of it in the way that you search for music. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you listen to this artist, they're like, oh man, who made the beat? You know? Like, yeah. They, like, oh, there's that connect. producer. Oh, he also mm. produced like, for oh, this. Oh, this guy featured is nice. Mm. Yeah. And then and you then, follow him or her mm, and, you know, mm, that. Mm, I think that's mm, the way, mm, that's the way one yeah. finds themselves in these platforms. So these spaces exist or these players, international and local exist. Yeah. You happen to be in the circles or, or networks mm-hmm. that have knowledge of, yeah. right, these opportunities. Sure. And that's through sheer will of like creating those relationships, being in those spaces word. where people who are like-minded, if that's the right word, exist in. Yeah. 
right? And when you get there, the talent matters because now I know what to remember yeah. you for, yes, right? Yes. I know what to refer to you, right? So the yeah. talent is whatever you, which means when I meet you, uh-huh. I don't know about the nigga who's doing the shipping job, sure. right? I know the nigga who's- I know fire abs. <laughs> That's what I know. I know fire abs. I also know the nigga who took, I don't know how many years, but I bet you it's been years to actually decide on a title. So yeah, maybe for you know what I'm saying. So that's sure. exactly what I'm trying to say. So yeah. I understand what's okay what when you talk with. about creative producer, yeah, you know, or cultural producer, sure, right? There are things where even if that word sounds whatever, I can associate with. Yeah, so if it's yeah, an opportunity yeah. mm-hmm. that I can associate to something that you are into, yeah. it's that much easier to make the connection. connection. Say, yo, dog. Even in music, like if you look at the shit that Ulansia is doing, it's shit similar to that, right? It's anyway, opportunities. Yeah. I know that not all of those opportunities are things that motherfuckers from there were looking for him and gave to him, but there were niggas within his circles yeah, who said, like, yo, yo, bro, so, you know, yeah. go there because motherfuckers will, might like your graphic yeah, design think- work. And like then said, that might put you in he, connection to And he to spoke music. about that because he said his teacher in school, when they had the, mm-hmm. you know how in matric they have those showcases, different institutions come through and showcase their different fields that they offer. And then his teacher, his allo teacher, I think, was like, yo, go there. Yeah. They, they got this shit for you. Yeah. So yeah, it comes with, yeah. I, and I'm, I'm, oh, sorry, go ahead. Sorry. No, go ahead, go ahead, go no, ahead. I was going to say that the, the, uh, the uh, Culture Fest, yeah. Marlon had sent it to me Mm-hmm. I think the year before. Pop culture that Lanster was on in Germany. In Germany, yeah, in yeah. Berlin. And then I think the second time I was like, yo, man, here's yeah, a shit. Shookies. Shookies. Go for it. Exactly. You and know? here we are. Second time around, you know? And so mm-hmm. he's met other people over there. Yeah. We're probably passing in more links. Yeah. yeah. Do you understand? It's now you, it's, it's, it's about putting yourself in position. Alignment, right? yeah. I think both you and him have something similar, which is like, a versatile offering yeah. i.e. he's heavy into like the graphic design world sure. in the sense that he has a presence on the internet yeah. that is Dedicated. there because of that yeah. and there's the music into it so there are more things that a motherfucker can relate can to you yeah, on yeah. Word, yeah. Word. so where where should motherfuckers be looking for this shit is it a is it, is it specific oh. spaces can I you mean, speak to shit like that is yeah. like I mean, I would say, well, let me think. Conferences are usually good platforms to be at if you want to understand and see where these opportunities are. Yeah. There's a really good, there's a really good resource that I use called Art Moves Africa, and they basically aggregate all opportunities, many opp- most opportunities that are circulating out there, yeah. and they put it onto one portal. Art Moves Africa. Art That's Moves dope. Africa. Is that a yeah. website as well? It's a website and they've got a Facebook group. Yeah. All right. So um, that's, yeah, that's a really useful resource. Okay. 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 We, we just a few more things, Don. Like, all good. All good. We've been good. waiting for this shit, my nigga. So <laughs> yeah, now we need, to, we, we need to get to firearms, right? We don't have enough hours in the day for this stuff. Because firearms is, is the introduction to, you know, a lot a conversation that's currently having na- happening now sure. that relates to the Durban the Durban scene hip hop scene yeah. or maybe the Dur- Durban music scene or art scene but I really think it's more about the Durban hip hop scene right yeah. so firearms yeah who are your peers who firearms who are your OGs who firearms what's the timeline so I would say I fall in the second generation of of hip hop movers in Durban yeah, the first generation or cats who stepped in 
Say so early to mid 90s. Yeah. Um We were talking about then. that. I mean, the yeah. the oldest OG I know is Manelis. I don't know anyone before him. Now there weren't there, there wasn't a movement before those cats. Yeah, so they they okay, were they were okay. they were early in the game. They were the first. They were the pioneers if yeah, you will. Okay. Can you give me more names? I know Manelis because I also have seen I saw him on TV and in life and I listened to his music. Sure. But like Yeah, Manelis is Piers. Um these are all black black Hitler. Yeah. Um shout out to that. Word on the Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. It yeah. is okay. um let me think. Guzamani Ozamani who who's late rest in peace. Shout it outs. is um Uzex um not Uzex Bandrin. <laughs> um Dr. Zex as they call him. Yeah, yeah word. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Man, I mean some of those cats I don't I don't know like I know by name but yeah, I've never yeah, met yeah. I've never met them. Yeah. Um Ombulelo like these are the cats that were I doing know the whole names I know I just didn't I wasn't able to associate them like that. Okay, that's cool. Sure. So I mean, and there's like a 12 year kind of variance. There's a 12 year kind of between the first and the second generation? No, amongst those cats. Oh, okay, yeah. okay, within yeah. them. So they're not okay. all the same age in, yeah. in in that way of being peers, mm. yeah. but they were more or less doing the same things in the same in life same, stages. Yeah. Okay. And those things were like what? I, I'm thinking it's like the early organizations of the movement. Sure, in yeah, yeah. In the form of like either if it's ciphers, hip-hop shows, like gathering spaces. Yeah. Um, Ewok is also one of the OGs. They were yeah. in that same. I mean, there's like there's a bit of a history. Shout out to Ewok. Shout out to Ewok. Or Picard, Abona. would also be there. Definitely there. Generation. Yeah, yeah. Ogwanele, Blackfist of Garfi. Uh, GPM yes. gets uh, gets all prophecy yes. movements. Yeah, 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 and those are my OGs. So so yeah. what 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 did they create that you y'all niggas then, you know, moved on from Aspired or built into. on? Yeah, I think they created they created a framework. They created a way of thinking. They articulated an aesthetic, I think to a large degree, um of of how an American culture that emerged from parts of Harlem and the Bronx would apply in Durban or in, in Durban. South Africa, you know? Yeah. Um I think they also like they played the, the important role of of being the resistance. I mean when we when we stepped into this thing like cats used to make fun of yo, us. Yo, my nigga. Oh my nigga, you yeah. know. There's a nigga who hit us with that just now who threw away. Oh, oh, come on. This nigga got on the freeway. Come on. Cats. Yo, yo, my nigga. What's up, my nigga? Now she changed. I'm like, wait, I'm going to start the conversation. Yeah, in the sense like I mean, one can imagine how much more how how thick your skin they needed to have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To be to take purely and authentically hip hop, you yeah. know? Are they yeah. before or after Squatter Camp? They're around about the same time. Okay. Yeah, they they're they're around about the same time as all specs. Yeah. Um, yeah. As um, o, o Amu. Yeah. Um, and those cats. So, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Or okay. Mischief. Yeah. yeah. Shout outs. Shout outs. Yeah. Shout outs. Yeah. 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 
because we were talking about this the other time where we were trying to draw the correlation between well what we were calling it at that time was just the bad center era but of course it goes beyond that sure um but we were trying to draw the correlation of bad center to slag haze if we will okay yeah um so that's why this the ogs is like it's all interesting to when you when you hear him ask about like is that the same time as squatter camp it's like okay uh-huh. try to draw it back to like okay so this was cuz Durban Durban hip hop history isn't do- as documented yeah, as it's unfortunate you know it's really yeah. crazy yeah. bro it's really crazy and i feel so. particularly guilty for that actually <laughs> but it's not all lost it's not all lost yet anyway shall yeah. i say that yeah, i think, you're right man i think right so yeah so that's the unfortunate thing for us coming up us the generation now be beyond you guys mm. where it's like I all the names you mentioned I've heard before. Sure. But it's placing them and the importance uh-huh. and understanding what part they played in the culture which is really sure. really like a strong part of history and right. it's is necessary, right? And I don't know, maybe that's why that's why Durban doesn't have an industry like that because we don't we don't embody all of the aspects that maybe require I don't know. Yeah, but, yeah, I mean they def- like after our generation there definitely was a split in in a lineage in the lineage, yeah. you know? Yeah. Yeah, 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 which was useful for for, you know, for its own reasons. Um yeah, I mean I I I wasn't very fond of it at the time, but you know, with <laughs> yeah, no re- old head was no um, old head was. <laughs> you're right, you're right. Crump. Uh, Crump. Uh, uh, is a movement. But now, but now like I have yeah. absolute love for it, you know. Yeah. Um to yeah, I mean hip hop hip hop Hip hop is dynamic; it keeps moving, you know. Yeah, and it keeps growing. Yeah, it, and it's, it's young. constantly reinvents itself. Yeah, you know. So you know, all love to Crump. Shout out. Yeah. yeah, when you look at it in hindsight, it's like, oh, it played a part. We just didn't like it while it was playing. Yeah, it. but it's like it's like King Joffrey. King Joffrey. <laughs> yeah, Game of Thrones. It played a oh, play, okay. it played a good part of that. But not, anyway, not my world. Who are your peers in the art space? Like, and I think this is going to be more than yeah. just. Hip hop because they may have been like peers in hip hop, but they branched into like other yeah film, absolutely radio. man because I've yeah. got like a few names here uh-huh. and Makukule absolutely yeah who's an OG Shout to outs. our generation even even though Ayanda Ayanda mm-hmm. becomes one of the few cats who were almost the bridge between the OGs and our generation okay yeah 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 because yeah, yeah. yeah. Ayanda I I like I've heard crazy stories about Ayanda I think I've been doing shows in been high there. school yes. like yeah, been there man yeah yo, yeah. yeah 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 shout I, out to that I've cat I've got DJ Lab on this word up again he falls more in that transitional transitional space yeah um I've just got other names who are also in the space Munchal Sanelli absolutely Munchal yeah Busi Swakulu yeah 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 was yeah. that generation yes Umenga Mega, Mega would be again the, the transitional the, the, the transitional generation yeah, yeah. shout out yeah. to them. tell me about that shit so y'all niggas found organization and it's not like you know the niggas before you did some shit, shit and stopped they uh-huh. did some shit and continued when you guys picked up it was what it was the Durban creative scene as a whole I mean there's always been like Poetry Africa Word. there's always been sure, there was Urban Durban Voices international f- film festivals so there's always been like a vibe yeah, yeah, like yeah create a vibe in Durban in the sense like if you're in a space where you're doing your own things you can build a calendar yeah. just on like creative activities throughout the year so I man put it like this right so I, I'm obsessed um, I'm obsessed with this idea of a Durban diaspora you know okay, okay. Uh, and and from time to time I used to like like write not even essay like a few paragraphs connecting dots you know okay and this one time I remember I I charted it 
I charted a, a, a connection between Scatterbrain, Siso Lomo, yeah, Usanele, um, Snitch, Zamani from Dirty Paraffin, yeah, okay, Malum Gulgad, uh, another cat called Upiums, okay, okay, and, and how all of these cats kind of were orbiting around each other, yeah, they all moved to Johannesburg, <coughs> Scoop Makatin was also somewhere there. Yeah. And Guanele Sosibo, who is now the yeah. editor of the arts and culture section in the Mail and Guardian. Shoutouts. Okay. Shoutouts. All of these cats were kind of operate, um, orbiting around each other. Mm-hmm. All moved to Johannesburg and kind of take on different roles in different ways and time. Was who, um, the homie from Marvin, the online magazine, George, was he ever in that space or is he... Nah, he's originally. Yeah, it's Johannesburg. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But all of these cats, I mean, when, when you talk of my peers, um, I, I think a lot of us used hip hop as a point to depart from. Mm. Yeah. Because y'all niggas is everywhere. Kind of. Yeah, yeah. Totally. Yeah, you're totally. Yeah, spaces, yeah word, man. You know? All this shit, like, oh, oh the queen, Ganji. You know, you know what I mean? Like I mean, all this shit on TV coming from KZN, like there's a lot of like y'all niggas generation. Yes, who like expanded. I feel like if y'all niggas go into like production spaces or of a lot of those shows, you wouldn't get lost. You definitely find for, oh, yeah. your blood. three or oh, four yeah. people that yes. you... Yeah, 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 yeah. absolutely. Shout out DUT because I think there's also like a heavy DUT yeah, uh, in, influence in that, in that generation. The conditions are much more enabling and conducive at the time. What was the what was the corner? What was the spot before Pat Center? The Blazing Fridays. Blazing Fridays. So Blazing yeah. Fridays was more or less the same time as the Bat Center. Um, I think it was just after the Bat Center, in fact. Mm. Before that was okay. uh, before the Bat Center was a club called Frequency. Yeah. Before that was oh man. Um, I think Urash is White also House. in that generation of motherfuckers that are bridging. He just doesn't want to add himself. For real, I don't know. So you're saying it was a very fertile ground. Yeah, yeah I think at the, the, time. the Yeah, when when we stepped when we stepped in, I think there there had been enough critical mass and there were like really good indicators that showed us that like cats were leveraging in some way or the other from what we were interested in, you know? So I remember there was Urban Voices, Mm -hmm. which was a a slam poetry and spoken word festival that used to happen in Durban. This is where I saw the last poet, the last poets for the first time. Oh shit. Blew my mind, you know? Never forget that experience. Call, call Hancock Rue. You know, man, um, I ain't seen niggas that dope, but man. international. I mean, Poetry Africa was my the first time seeing Labor Machine live, my word, nigga. Word. And I was like, oh my god, yeah, this, right? This shit is fucking amazing, dog. Man. Those platforms were not as strong at the times of the OGs, mm. you know? So, yeah. you know, like, and moving to Johannesburg was much more possible and feasible mm. at the time, you know? Mm. Um, but yes, much of it is is on the strength and on the back of those who came before us. So mm, mm. much respect. And so y'all niggas get here, y'all use all the hip hop and the infrastructure that hip hop created, i.e., social circles. Yeah, you know, cultural context. You know what I'm totally, saying? Totally. Yeah. To then convert that into whatever your outputs are, right? You know, Usiki's got. You know, he's on radio, he's got the book out. Sure, writing script for writing telenovelas. Telenovelas, do you understand what I'm yeah. trying to say? Word. 
But that's the and what I'm but when you meet Usiche and like he's like that nigga's hip hop. Sure. <laughs> no, yeah, that's that's it. That's it. Yeah, that nigga is hip hop. This is shout out to Usiche Table. You know, you know that nigga's hip hop. Sure. Omega is in is 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 in, also in, yeah, in television, in film, television and film. Mm-hmm. Word. You know what I'm saying? DJ yeah. Lab is yes. now holding down the, radio. The father figure in general of Been like down in, in German yeah. as things stand. Yeah, it's really strange, man. You know, like sometimes I catch real feelings and I go emo just thinking about how much this thing that I love so much and has given so much to me. I can never return, you know, like I can it's never, crazy, never, I'm bro. like, I'm getting teary eyed just talking about this, but it's, it's crazy, bro. It like, man, this thing played a father figure in my life, mm. you know, like men yeah. that I'll, okay, I've met some of my heroes, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but like these guys that would never ever think that there was some kid in overports in an Indian community bumping yeah. to Wu-Tang looking, Clan, uh, looking and into and, and like giving me the roadmap to navigate this thing called life mm, you yeah, know yeah. at a time when I didn't have a father Shit to figure to build principle on you know you what know? I mean sculpt construct, values yeah and construct yeah. your own world and what that yeah. could look like and mm. even today I mean I say like my love for architecture and like choreography movements yeah comes from b-boying mm. hell yeah I thought you were going to say yeah. comes from Missy Elliott because she was really oh she, <laughs> she holds it down as well you know it's about to be popping yeah. <laughs> You know, so like, so, and recently I I used the song Respiration as a, as a way to think about, like as as a as a street thesis. Respiration by Common, Common from Black Star, right? Yeah, I use that at a at an architecture class to think of it as a street thesis. Oh shit! On town planning and architecture. Yeah, you know, because it really breaks it down, actually. Yeah, I mean, if you listen to that song, if you download the lyrics and like really start to break yeah, it down, it's like it really breaks it down. You know, urban planning, urban theory, one hundred and one. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm, but from mm-hmm. a street level, from a street, yeah, you know, yeah. Um, and so, like, my love for writing, yeah, for for cultural theory comes from mm-hmm. emceeing, yeah. You know, yeah. yeah. Um, my love for advertising and visual culture more broadly comes from graffiti. Hell yeah, man. You know? Yeah. Um, music from beat making and turntablism, you yeah. know? It's like all of these things can be traced. Like, I'm now obsessed with Sonic, you know, beyond yeah. just music, the yeah. Sonic medium, the Sonic nature. All mm-hmm. of that stuff comes from hip hop, you know? And like now, wherever I feel stranded as a creative, I return to hip hop and I want to find the traces and the way mm-hmm. to navigate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Being yep. A, a product of the Durban creative scene, having seen it for what it was at the time that it was what it was when you were there, mm. right? I know that it is something else today, I guess, uh-huh. in the sense that there's been progression, Sure, you know? Um, do you think that, like, Durban is, like, ripe to be exporting itself as raw material to the world without needing to go through the, the refining and purification of the Johannesburg stamp of approval? And also, like, considering that it's 2019 and it is practically possible, mm-hmm. you know, to pursue uh, that angle mm. without not not ignoring, like, like, Johannesburg and the local market, sure. but, like, not relying on that to be, like, what determines for you when you are ready to make the leap 
Absolutely. outside of the 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 country's yeah. Borders. I mean, Johannesburg is merely a mar- a, a marketplace. Yeah, you know. Yeah, there's no yeah. need for for Durbanites or for Durban artists to re- to to censor to repackage themselves for a Johannesburg audience. I think you lose that originality and authenticity. Mm-hmm. You, do that, dope. you know yeah. mm-hmm. um, and I've always felt like I mean if you look at Ipgom for example mm. it didn't go via Derp, it didn't go via Johannesburg it went mm. like oh it, straight went, out, yeah, it right? went straight global yeah and I can't imagine Ipgom kind of being being the thing that Johannesburg interfered jumped. with yeah oh, okay. by yeah. Johannesburg you yeah. know yeah. Yeah. and I think yeah. like I Durban think so products become so much more interesting to to, to observe and appreciate if they like leave the ports and go international, Straight. you know, like yeah. there's something, I mean, there's something that happens when an artist from Durban comes to Johannesburg and then leaps internationally. Mm. Mm. They're, they're bound to get somehow influenced by what yeah. Johannesburg has. And yeah. I think a large part of them loses that, like that genuine Durbanness. And now I'm also thinking about like, you know, even if you're not coming to Johannesburg, cause you're trying to get through the Joburg scene to get outside just the idea of being in Johannesburg. And then I think just like creatively, you are fueled by your <coughs> immediate surroundings. So sure. Do you understand? Yeah. So if you remove yourself from that space, you will always have what is authentically you. Yeah. But as far as like be remain or, or being able to represent what that is yeah. consistently moving forward, you're no longer in that environment. Sure. Right? The, the change in your creative output is... It's, it's I guess inevitable if you've changed where you are absolutely where man. you are is who you're with what you're speaking what you're speaking about do you understand what you're listening to Word. right and all of that filters through and you know becomes part of the creative output Word. so understanding Johannesburg is a market yeah right? so what should be the a marketplace yeah that yeah. should that should like any other country, yeah. like any other and that's the thing. If it's a marketplace, you don't need to come here. Exactly. Mm. That's I, just the beauty of it. It's like if you look at this in the context of the JSE. Yeah. Right? Like there are a lot of companies from all over the country on the JSE. Yeah. They don't have to be in Johannesburg. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah. you know, like another way, it's like a very practical way to put this. If you're exporting your material overseas, it just happens to be that your contract has to be signed in Johannesburg. Yeah, you know, that's, that's so you come just, to Johannesburg, sign the contract, and move on. Yeah, you know that, yeah. that's the way I look at it. Yeah, it, no, that's dope. That's but dope. then, is 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 Durban as a marketplace conducive? Because I'm trying to figure out: is there any, are there any hindrances or any hurdles that are created by Durban as a marketplace that stand in the way of you know sure. whatever that, whoever that artist is, whatever they're doing either having the confidence or accessing the avenues, you know, sure. to be saying, yo man, me, I'm just, I'm there in the market, bro. I'm on Spotify. I'm on Tidal. I'm on Apple music. <laughs> I'm on Shout fucking SoundCloud, nigga. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Is there anything innate to Durban that makes that harder? I think at a time where, Hold on, nigga. Okay. You're actually asking questions I for two goddamn minutes. Hold on. I'm saying what you, what I feel like. I mean, you, of course, I'm gonna. I wanna. I want you to speak to this specifically, but sure. I feel like those barriers, whatever barriers that may have been there, uh-huh. have been broken down by the age we're in. Like the access that's just like you know. That's why you don't need to come up to Joburg because you can well, get your shit here and across the world while you're in Durban. Sure. Mm-hmm. 
Maybe, you know, but you having lived through that, then yeah. what, how do you then perceive or it? How does it work for you guys? in your time, where the hindrances, like you said, were more realistic, where like, fuck. Where well, you had to come up to Chobuk, maybe. literally can't how did get that any work airtime anywhere. Mm. Yeah, they definitely, yeah, that was the case when, when we were bubbling, you know, you definitely yeah. wanted to come to Johannesburg, you know. Yeah. Um, but I, I think, so maybe let, let, me, let me use two kind of, let, let me give you two responses to that one question. Yeah. The one is, let's think of Durban as, as a lab, you know? You know that place between the road and the pavement? Yeah, yeah. Which, yeah. Is, which is seldom overlooked. But once you focus your attention in that space, uh-huh. there's a lot of interesting shit that's happening. <laughs> okay. There. You know what I mean? Okay. And that's, okay. how I, that's how I think of Durban. Yeah. But the yellow line on Not the road, the yellow line. it's like that, just the, that, the, that, the, that the side bits. Yeah, oh, it's like where the, all the cigarette butts end up, end up yeah, everything being like, blown by the wind. Okay, okay, you know what I mean? Um, like if you were to conduct a study of that place, yeah, okay, um, and conduct the same study for the road and the pavement, yeah, find, yeah, that yeah, space yeah. is much more interesting because it catches okay. so much more. Okay, you know, okay, okay. So I, I, I start to think of Durban almost as a lab, as a laboratory where. You can tinker, play around, experiment with ideas. Yeah. yeah? Mm. Shit fucks out. You know? Let's pick a coin, you know what I mean? Yeah. And once the recipe has been found or yeah. made, yeah. then it's taken into the mainstream world. Like things mm-hmm. happen, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So, so this is to say that Durban, I don't think, is a marketplace. Absolutely. But it's an interesting lab to try out ideas away the from the spotlights. Yeah. You know? No, that's very true. And you see, when you phrase it like that, it works for Durban that Durban doesn't have an industry. Sure. Because it, it allows that, it enables that creativity. At least not a hip-hop industry. Yes, no, 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 absolutely. If a hip-hop industry. Course, if it's no, 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 house, yeah. yeah. No, no, because absolutely hip-hop industry, right? right? Yeah, you are absolutely right. So, because it enables that, it allows. Yeah. It's not limiting, it's not like you're trying to get to this so you have to do this this way. Like, exactly. Is that a right, right now thing? Is that, a, is that like what Durban is? Or is it like people in Durban have not, you know, become consumers of hip hop to the level that it can become like an exclusive market that is it their thing or what? I think there's just not an infrastructure. I think once, once you offer people, this is my creative industries. Different hats. <laughs> um, you, you have to offer people something that's compelling enough to, to pay for. Mm. Yeah. And, and that value is is created using a number of things. Yeah, you need you need an you need some kind of infrastructure, and mm. this infrastructure is both hard and soft. Like the hard infrastructure, like spaces yeah. to sell the thing, yeah. spaces to advertise the thing. Yeah. The soft infrastructure is the, the 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 mechanics that make a trade possible. Possible, yeah. You know the logistics of it and everything. Yeah. Okay. And those and the, and that that for hip hop, what is that? If for hip hop. Those, wow, good question. Um, I would say it's the media that can like fully focus on on hip hop and, and create a value for hip hop. Yeah. 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 And articulate that value for hip hop. Mm-hmm. It's critical minds who can articulate material. The culture. The culture. Yeah. yeah. Journalists, critics, etc. Mm-hmm. etc. Et um, it's agents, you know, like music agents or publishing agents. Mm-hmm. They're yeah. not in Durban. Um, festivals. Yeah, brands, promoters, mm. maybe exactly. Yeah? yeah, so all of that soft infrastructure does not exist as strongly in Durban. Mm. Yeah, yeah, and so I think in the world that we're in today, people who listen to house would also listen to hip hop, absolutely. Mm. You know, my <laughs> go my nick, 
ברוכים <laughs> And one of the ladies got up and they were just talking about like what are the issues within the Durban scene. One of the ladies got up and said, serious as like creatives in this space. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. Whether I'm a blogger, whether you're an artist, take yourself seriously, take, my, take me seriously. Yeah. Do you think, because we, we talk, I don't think like the idea should be like, okay, because it's not there, it can't be there. Right. I think a lot of what hip hop has hip hop has created for itself. Yeah. Right? Even if you look at the context of the states, hip hop existed and motherfuckers participated in hip hop in every way that they were able to, whether they're opening publications, whether they were fucking creating merchandise and well, and do you understand what I'm mm. trying to say? So is there and I don't know if you are in touch enough with what Durban is today because right. I know you've been moving around, but is there something about Durban maybe historically there was about like not taking each other seriously as artists which makes it hard to convert you know our relationship me as an artist and you as a as, as a, a publisher as a, yeah. okay I think promoter it's easier for me to say get me a gig okay. but I'm saying if you're a blogger or if you've got an online magazine uh-huh. or whatever right I'm really looking more for the fucking promoter is going to get me to a gig in, in, in Durban and the rest of the country right. more than I am really looking to build the relationships with other creatives who have other platforms where I could get a spot to be on, right? Mm. Even if right now they aren't Zkipani or sure. they aren't Slicker online, yeah, but-, but to build the industry from within. Is there like a not taking people or taking each other seriously as artists? Or is it just like a symptom of like no one is taking us seriously as artists for a while? So it takes a while for you to take the next person seriously? Good question. I, I could be wrong, but I think the, the, the underlying message is take your art seriously enough. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's perhaps, it has, I, I would say it has less to do about taking it taking each other seriously, but more to do with taking the art form. And I don't want to say seriously, and I, and I lack the word, but it's more around like, here's talent, and this is what this, is what this talent can enable. This yeah. is what this talent can do. Yeah. Professionalizing your talent. Yeah. We can Respecting go with that. Respecting it. Yeah. Like yeah. That. yeah. And, so, and so it's more around like, if we can take each other as, uh, if we approach each other as professionals, Mm. it's a different thing mm. you know what i mean yeah. as opposed to like artists and yeah. we're doing this as a hobby mm. yeah you know what i mean and, and, and i think like i think what people are really trying to say without speaking for them or speaking on their behalf but people are just saying like we need to take each other or treat each other as professionals yeah mm. and yeah. so when i come to you as a professional person it's a different encounter to an artist as a, yeah absolutely I think yeah. it's it's and and like when you start to think of each other as professionals then you can start to build an ecosystem an mm. ecosystem that enables an industry And I think one of the things we need to change is we need to stop using creative as the opposite of professional Absolutely yeah right? to say yeah. I'm a creative I can't be professional because I'm a right? creative yeah. Yeah. yeah professionalism is a way of conducting 
you know, business. Yes. Really. Yes. So what is your business? Your business is your but, art, your creativity, then professionalize it in order because that's the annoying thing though, right? Uh-huh. Because I don't know to what extent in 2019, but we always view a professional by like the visuals count for a lot. So sure. you, you sagging your jeans, you rocking your J's. Uh-huh. I'm feeling some type of way, right? I'm feeling some type of way. I'm looking at you like, nah, fam, you can't really be telling me about business sure. if you're not wearing right. a suit, yeah, sure. right? And then now rocking the suit comes with getting the money for it. Maybe I can conduct, I'm a professional because I can conduct myself that way. Where? But I just can't afford to rock a three-piece Tom Ford suit. Sure. But if you we know? are both artists, that shouldn't be an issue. If we're both but artists. that's the thing. That, that's the thing. It's like, are we both artists or are we both professional? Let's choose the no, perspective. I'm saying, no, no, I'm saying if we're both creatives, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That shouldn't matter because as a creative, sure. you're at a space where part of the reason why you hated being in a nine-to-five job was the f- amount of control they had over how you present as a, sure. on a day-to-day basis. Absolutely. So, you understand? So that shouldn't be a hindrance. But sometimes I try real hard to resist the urge like after like four days of like a formal kind of setting. Yeah. yeah working with, entre- with, the, with, with, with the cultural entrepreneurs and creatives. Yeah. Like, mm. you know, they, like they give you this, this it's like, you know, they, they impose some ideas on you and what you are. Yeah, like yeah, in the last day, I just want to close off with Wu-Tang. Two more questions. Or like start a formal meeting, you know? Uh, like a board meeting. Bring the motherfucking rockets. That's what it is. But that's where we're at. Like, okay, now that I got this out the way, how else are you gonna break the fucking ice? Hey, bro, just shake everybody. Me. Look at that. Get everybody out of the show. Your attention, my brother. Let's start the treasury report. Two more questions from my side. Go ahead. Go ahead. One is because you you are living the business of creativity. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah which we includes the finance of it, which includes the paying your taxes on your finances. Yeah. Do you understand? Investing which in which that shit. Invoicing. Yeah. Do you understand? So my question for you is with that, you know, being the background to the, to the question, mm-hmm. how long do you bank a million dog? Cause I figure you might like, I feel like how in long your until head, I make a million. Yeah. Still you, you, you bank a million on your art. Or just like this endeavor, It's right? a cocky thing to ask. But what makes you think I have it? Because you're too organized. Even if that's not a, a, an intention or goal that you're chasing, that's a calculation that you can make in your mind type of situation. Okay. Even if you're not that attached to the idea, you're like, ah, you know. But if you thought about it, you can... I'm really bummed that... I'm really bummed that I didn't see it when it happened. This nigga... Oh, so it's already happened. I mean... It, I'm I, just I, bummed. I, I, yeah, I mean, I, I think it's. It's like, yeah, it's a shame that I didn't. Yeah, yeah, I guess, I guess. Like, I should have tried to, like, like, you didn't okay, give, give me more. No, it's just like. Man. Or was it before you got so like tight on your on your finances that you could foretell it? No, like in the process of of like in the process of living, these yeah. things happen. 
Yeah. Oh, by dig. <laughs> and you just, you know, by the time you look back, you're like, whoa, shit. Oh, oh shit. just really happened. Okay, okay. Yeah. You know, nah, that's dope, bro. Yeah. That's dope. And you know, I say this because there's a lot of motherfuckers in your generations, in your spaces, who've already blown a million. Sure. And I've met more than one of them. Oh, yeah. Do you understand? Oh, yeah. It happens because no, that was never the goal, right? I mean, you know, the, the, the bank account fluctuates as it goes, but like, that was never like, I'm chasing that so I can stop doing this once I get there. Sure. Right? Yeah, you know, no. it's one of those that like, I'm doing exactly. shit, this shit is getting it, me money. Right? And, and that's what I want to speak to. I'm in that fucking bracket and I'm like, oh shit. One day they're taxing you this much. You're like, wait, <laughs> what? what? <laughs> like, oh shit, I, I do. Oh, I do. What? I do, right? What? Like, I am it's worth this much. much. God damn. You know. No, that's dope. That's dope, bro. And that's that just for me, just, just shows that you really love the culture and love what you do way more than what it brings you. Yeah, I mean, at this point, I'm, I'm like, I'm less concerned about the dough. You yeah. know, it's like I really That's understand the idea of, of like, you know, yeah. not aye, being aye, super aye. invested on just the dough. I think it's like about being at the bare minimum, being able to make a living f- from your in, from your yeah. creative pursuits. Word. And if it's that, then you are li- you are more likely to be forgiving of yourself for the standard of living that you can afford. Sure. Right? And then yeah. that, that's likely to be what you pursue, like a better standard of living. Yeah, yeah. But it's never a matter of like, this only matters if I can live if at I can this level. If I can make this much from money down, from it. Right? Sure. Yeah. Can I make a living right now? Okay, I need to make some adjustments, but I can still live and make these pursuits. And do this type what of I situation. Love. Yeah. yeah. And then the better you get at it, the more you can then now set goals and targets that like, okay, I want to be able to do this. Now you can make monetary targets. And that's like, the thing. Not I want to be able to buy right? this. I want to be able to, to move this to affords, this community. And this costs this much, so I got to make this. I got to do yeah. it, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. The last question is, uh, which Durban creatives' career trajectories have you been following? Are you following? Are you interested in mm. anybody new popped up in your trajectory <coughs> or in your, in, in your line of sight? Mm, there are maybe two... I'm really interested in Busseso. Yeah. Yeah. Um, For for the reason or for the fact that she came from the poetry circles and like we used to run in in the same spaces and she finds herself in a very different kind of world, I'd say. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if that was the intention or if this is what, like, like you said, this is what came from what she wanted this man okay yeah yeah, yeah. No, like i know that she was exactly this. as it is yeah okay yeah. okay that's dope so it's dope. not like one of those situations where an artist is an mc but because it's durban and house the biggest money maker is a house mm. then when you start like being seen very often it's on house productions whether you spit in or not mm. type of situation so I, that's what i was curious about yeah no i think she she was an artist. I think Moses was an artist and she was less like obsessed or she was less interested in being a poet or mm. a, in a genre. Specifically. Yeah, exactly. You know, like okay. she's still using her talents. She's still using a vibrant kind of energy, you know? Yeah. And I yeah. don't think she's compromised on who she is and who she was still, mm. you mm-hmm. know? Um, but I mean, I, I, I keep saying that I'm, I'm waiting for the moments when and an, a journalist who, has an intimate history and knowledge of Musi, so I would interview yeah. her and like and get to the you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, I think she, I think she might return back to poetry. I don't know. You, okay, you know? okay, that's so, interesting. That's so she's interesting. someone that I'm really interested in. Um, yeah. I'm yet to see where Luangsta will go. I guess 
Mm. Okay, yeah. so he's on your radar. He's on my radar. That's from yeah. musical sense or musical points of view. Just on the answer, do you think what where he is now? You said something about like this current run needs to convert to something else. Yeah, yeah, of course. If if yeah. if, if I'm if I'm interpreting yeah. it correctly, talk to me. Well, what you were thinking? I mean, I would say so. So to plateau for too long, yeah, this early in one's career, yeah, almost equates to 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 a decline. Mm. You know, okay. Um, there are artists that can plateau for a long period, like D'Angelo, the yeah. likes of D'Angelo. Yeah. But but for someone so early in their career, he definitely has to like make to... a quick jump. Yeah. Or divert. What does that jump? What in your mind? What is that jump? Is it do more shit? Like put out videos for all of Chapter One and be sure. on everybody's minds. I think is that it do more live shows. What what is that? Do more what you think. Do more of what you want people to know you for. So like it, it perhaps is less about like if he wants his audience to expect him to produce more music videos or more songs, yeah. then just be deliberate and make that clear. Push mm. that agenda. Yeah. If yeah. you want people to constantly expect different shit from you, then be clear and deliberate or intentional about that. Yeah. I think mm. that jump to place himself, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, actually, I to mean, set the terms, to yeah. set the, the 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 contract between his audience and himself. Mm. Okay, mm. okay, okay. I don't know if that okay. makes sense. So, like, mm. it's less about finding a new audience or no, absolutely getting signed. It's more mm. around like this is as an artist. This is what I am. It's yeah, getting to understand you. You then... need to expect this from me, and I'll give this to you in this way. And mm. I think that's what the jump is. Mm. Yeah. Mm. So, is, then, is is it fair to say then that as he said, he's living through his chapter, two. chapter two. He's still. We are witnessing him finding himself before find setting the, the before setting the terms. He he also yeah. wants to get to where he decides. And that's what okay, the internet affords, the terms, you. right? Mm. It affords you access to to your market without you necessarily like releasing music. True. Yeah. Now we could get to look if into you, your if, life. If the storyline yeah. is this is what. It leads to the music. Yeah. Motherfuckers will watch the fucking television show until the uh, the album is released. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You you said you you had other people non musical in mind. Yeah, it's a uh, it's visual artist, man. Um, mm-hmm. The one is Wanda Wanda Mbambo. Um Bambo, mm-hmm. and it's Umtobi Simapomona. Both are are visual artists. Visual is in, in paint, the one medium. is a painter, and uh, the other kind of yeah, it also works with paints. Mm. Uh, yeah. Uh, doing really, I mean, Wanda I find interesting because it's kind of working with uh, ideas of around black tax. Mm. Um, oh shit! Like success for young people who come from like very particular backgrounds. Yeah, mm. I'm a breadwinner. Um, yeah, exactly. Right, yeah. and find themselves operating in a very completely different world. And I think, I guess, it's like also my my own idea. Sorry, mm. my own image of the world. And yeah. the other is kind of working with um, like kind of dystopian features yeah um 
Yeah. Dystopia is what now? Nigga? Dystopia is kind of like where we find ourselves after we fucked up this world. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. When we turn yeah. into cyborgs. I've already made that. Yeah. <laughs> we will kill ourselves before the machines get to us. Word. Yeah, and the yeah. machines will kill what is remaining of ourselves. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Use us as fuel cells. Yeah, no, so no, I'm no. kind of interested in like what, what kind of legacy those cats' work will have in the next yeah. 30 to maybe mm. 80 years. Anything else? Uh, plugs, put-ons? Have you, seen, have you seen a dope production that motherfuckers should be looking out for? Artists oh. throughout the continent. You've met a lot of people. I sure. Mean, you know, there should be a fair question. Like, have you encountered other creatives in your space that you think... <laughs> yeah, one are is... ...are doing interesting, exciting work? He's hard to access. He's, uh, his name... His name is Ni? Ni? Ni. Yeah. Ni? Ni from, from Accra. He okay. does uh, he does video art. Okay. And so in Ghana or at least Accra is is intense. Like visually, it's overwhelming. Like yeah. there's a lot of shit, a lot of things happening at the same time. Yeah? Okay. And and so he takes like he does like collage, like, yeah, kind of images mm-hmm. and kind of you know like kind of has them moving around and then he takes um, like field recordings from the markets in Accra. And interlace them, you know. Mm. Um, and so he had an installation, mm-hmm. and in his installation room he had a lounge suite, and he had two couches that were broken, and the lounge suite was also like freaking hanging, you know. Mm, that, and that mm. was the installation. And for me, it was just that, like damn. deconstructs the idea of art as something that's supposed to be pristine. So like people walked in and they didn't mm. know it was an installation. No, no, no. you were already like, in sad, this, so like, you know, and like the fucking. Mm television was playing and like the speaker was fucked you know and it just like it it, it was so familiar like visually familiar you know yeah. um, so I, and he said like you know I, I had a talk with him like a kind of a presentation and he was like my work is out there it's not in the studio like when you come to the studio it's just a moment for us to chat but like if you really yeah. want to engage in my work like go to the streets of Accra mm. you know yeah. and then yeah, it says yeah. by the way we're in a sermon you know wow. which in Accra like yeah. God and the church is a thing. Yeah, you so know? For real, is for it like real. Jesus God? Or? Yeah, yeah, word. Yeah, yeah, yo, man. Jesus is a thing. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Like big okay. banners of like, like a funeral, do, funeral do announcements. Like yeah. Jesus, like, they have them like, like billboard size. Do they have oh, them like, on fucking like, did, did, they didn't inject word. any melanin on their Jesus? Nah, nah, nah. nah white is, Jesus. Is man. your milky Jesus? White Jesus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't say shit about yeah. it. Yeah. White Jesus. Are you doing anything that motherfuckers should be on the lookout? Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Your two questions is up. No, I'm interested in this before we leave because we got limited time, right? Um, with your work, with regards to who you are, how you identify your work to be and what it means for the rest of us, the receivers, right? Are you one, like at this point in the show, I'd say give out your your your, your ads, right? Give out your socials. But are you one who identifies on some watch me as to how this shit is going to be and I'll present it directly? Or are you aiming to work in the background to create the platforms, to create the spaces that present the work to the rest oh. of the world. I think now at this age, I mean, I'm 32 now, so yeah. I'm, I'm not young. young. Still I mean, young You're old to these young niggas. Because these young niggas, these young niggas, because young niggas, you rusty man, man, nigga. You're inspired, nigga. Where's the pain? 
yeah. you know, I, I, I definitely want to, I'd like to invest in the future, you know? Mm. Um, I, I can't be coming, I mean, yeah, I can, and I, and I want to come up with the new ideas, but I am aware that there is a generation of people that are really articulating really interesting and textured ideas, yeah. you know? And I just want to connect with that. So, I I would like to contribute towards the infrastructure that yeah. younger people use that builds to and present enables. their ideas. Okay. Yeah, and okay. I should I sh- I should start like I'm, I'm I should be less interested about myself and more interested in those that come after me. Mm. Yeah. Okay, okay, it's yeah. for the kids. It's all for the kids. Exactly, Wu Tang is for the kids. Yeah, for it's the for children. the kids, bro. Give it to the children. Like any generic like words for creatives in the creative hustle, whatever it is. Hey man, honestly. Talent ain't shit. I'm sorry to say, it counts. It only becomes useful once you have an audience to present it to. Yeah. The harder work is is finding that audience and speaking to that audience. Yeah. So I'm not saying that talent is not important. It's yeah. Absolutely important. You know. But it's only thirty. But it's just like don't think that you're talented. It's going to guarantee you anything in this world. No such. All right. You heard Did it here work? first. Niggas, why yeah. not podcast? It was, I mean, I've been waiting for this for a very long time, you know, so like I'm glad you finally heard it. Shit, nigga. The whole game was easy. And the baddest motherfucker. Oh, jeez. Watch your music. ทุกคนที่มาทุกคนที่มาทุกคนที่มาทุกคนที่มาทุกคนที่มาทุกคนที่มาทุกคนที่มาทุกคนที่มาทุกคนที่มาทุกคนที่มาทุกคนที่มา
Let's see, begging down the side. 